Hey everyone, I'm Masella and you're listening to Keeping Score. As always, hope that you're doing okay. It's Tuesday and that's when new episodes of Keeping Score are released. Typically this would be an interview launch, but it just didn't feel right to stick to the script. I truly want Keeping Score to be a source that can inspire hope and optimism for all people. Hope and resilience is a theme in pretty much every story that is featured on this podcast. That being said, it's also important to talk about things that really matter. I don't ever want to shy away from that in my content, and that means I can't shy away from it now. It would be a disservice if I don't speak on what's happening in our world in the current moment. Selfishly, I have to say, if I didn't, I'd have to reflect back on my silence, which is not something that I can do in good conscience. So you're here, which I'm so grateful for. You might not know me personally, which would make it hard for you to know my heart and my intentions. So I'll say, please know that my goal is always to listen, learn, to share, to empathize, and to be compassionate in all things. I'm human, so you can imagine that I've messed this up a million times. But I do ask that as you listen, especially if we may have differing views, that your heart is open. I'm happy to further engage in conversation, so please do feel free to reach out. My details are in the episode description. Conversation is how we unify, and it's also how change actually happens. Now, more than ever, it feels like America is at a real breaking point. And I truly hope and pray that this is the case, because I'm not quite sure where else it can go from here. The untimely and unnecessary deaths of Breonna Taylor, Tony McDade, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and countless other are not a black versus white issue. This is not an anti-cop issue. This is an American issue. This is instead everyone against racism, everyone against police brutality, happening to anyone and everyone, by the way. My friend Kim said it best just yesterday. The way that we abhor child molestation, for example, is the very same way that we should abhor this kind of hatred and the systems that perpetuate it. Racism, particularly in the United States, but everywhere, is insidious. Why? It's been ingrained systematically into our society. We're sort of just born into it. And the irony is that even if it's not what you believe in your heart, it can still come out of you. This is simply what bias is. We're all biased, me included. I have privilege, trust me. I went to one of the best and most expensive universities in the country, which my parents paid cash for. I lived in one of the most expensive cities in the country, New York City. I have a great job that pays me really well. My life by no means has been as difficult as so many others in this country or in this world, period. Yet all of this to say, while I may pass as a welcomed and accepted Black woman, you know, the kind that has been told things like, I talk white, or that I'm an Oreo, still doesn't protect me or my family from racism. I have a number of experiences that I can tell you about, but for time's sake, here's one that has stood with me. This instance didn't even happen to me, yet even as a bystander, it truly broke my heart. It happened to my brother. He is loving, he is smart, He's a master's from Georgetown, athletic, and more than anything, he's kind. When we were younger, he'd attended a sweet 16 of a friend. If you're not familiar with the tradition, usually there's a candle for each year dedicated to someone or a group of people that are special to you. At the time, the person was a close friend of my brother's, and she had wanted to give him a candle, but sadly called him to tell him that she couldn't, because her dad and her grandparents, who'd be present at her party, wouldn't approve of her giving a candle to a black person. It really bummed him out. It bummed all of us out, to be honest. My parents even told him that he shouldn't go, but he did. He wanted to be there for his friend, despite feeling unwanted and less than. He also wanted to make a point, which so many Black people, 
myself included, are so tired of making. That we are model, that we can prove you wrong, that we are good. It's exhausting. So he went, and I'm sure it was as okay as any New Jersey Sweet 16 can be. At the end of the night, he made a point to go to his friend's father and shake his hand as well as thanked him for having him there that evening. Seems brave, but I know it hurt him. And in turn, it hurt us, really because it mirrored similar experiences that I have had, as have my parents and many other Black people that we know. If you're wondering how this man responded, he smiled and said, you're welcome, and shook my brother's hand right back. But that's what cowards do. So often, not brave enough to say it to your face. Sure, not everyone is this way. I have tons of white friends who are lovely, thoughtful, allies, extremely anti-racist. My partner is white. However, it begs the question... If 10 bad cops shouldn't represent all cops, then why do we fall silent when people who are racist get loud? Why not take our voice, the voice of love and equality and compassion? It's old. We're better than this. And there is not reason to allow the self-esteem of 15-year-old boys and girls across this country to be shaken like that. So what do we do? To be honest, I'm not even sure what I should actually do, but there's a perhaps familiar question that's been on my mind. If you're new to keeping score, it might not be so familiar to you yet, but at the end of each interview, I ask, scale of one to 10, how likely would you be to recommend your life to another person? That question is asked to inspire, inspire appreciation, change, realization, maybe even regret, but more than anything, to convict us enough to really look at the lives that we lead and to ask ourselves, if it's one that we're really proud of, one that we'd be okay with for another person. This weekend, as I scrolled through social media, the answer to that question became extremely clear when I saw a video that I've seen several times over the years. In it, anti-racism activist, teacher, and lecturer Jane Elliott addresses an audience of students. Here's the clip. I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens, if you as a white person would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. No one stood. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it for others. That's it. That's my argument. Jane says it better than I ever could. Again, this is not a white issue, a black issue, a cop issue, a Republican or Democrat issue. This is a human issue. What life do you want for yourself? One of integrity and love and honesty in the pursuit of peace and happiness. I know I want that, but I also want that for every human of all colors, ethnicities, races, and creeds. It'd be impossible for me to truly love myself if I can't love others. And on that note, let's not just be empathetic. Empathy is about the ability to step into someone's shoes, to share their feelings. Compassion, compassion instead is the route. Compassion encompasses empathy, but it's so much more powerful because it motivates action. I can't tell you what action is best for you. It might be learning, filling in the gaps on experiences you're unfamiliar with. It might be donating, 
It might be having a tough conversation with your child, with someone you love whose thoughts and beliefs differ from yours. But I can tell you that whatever you choose, when we truly care about the well-being of all, because it impacts all of us, we can't be silent. It just doesn't work. So with that, wishing you well. By the way, this isn't a prompt for white people or black people or Asian people or my Hispanic friends. This is about all of us pondering if we're okay with how things are. I know I'm not.